The Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic to help you. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Kayla here from Motherhood Weekly, from Cairo for Moms um, and Cairo for Kids. And today I am here with Abby. So if you've been listening to us, you heard our interview with Jess. She is a doula. And now we are going to talk with Abby, who is going to share all of her amazing experience with her doula, Jess. (laughs) Um, And I don't think either one of them mind that we shared names because they both adore each other from what I'm gathering so far. So Abby, welcome. She has a new baby girl, Sayla. And how old is she now? She is a month and a day. Oh my gosh. And just yeah. a sweet, precious baby. If we're lucky, we'll hear her little squeaks or squeals or whatever she wants to give us. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Dr. Kayla she's nursing right now. So we'll see what we get. That's perfect. We're moms. We, we roll with it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you were telling me that Jess is actually the one that introduced you to Cairo for Mom. So how, tell me a little bit about that. Okay. So, um, I was seeing a chiropractor for something totally not birth related for actually a good year and a half. And, um, then probably about a year into that care, we found out we were pregnant and everything was great. No real pain. Like first trimester was a little bit rough, just morning sickness and stuff like that, but it cleared up in second trimester and everything was really predictable. I was still working out and walking, super good mood. We were doing things around the house. And then probably beginning of third trimester, I started having some pretty intense round ligament pain and didn't actually know that it was round ligament pain. I was just like, this is probably a normal part of pregnancy, but it was Um, like I would have to stop walking and it was pretty intense. So one of our meetings with Jess, she came over and I was telling her about this and I think she identified it as round ligament pain or maybe I had Googled it and we figured it out that way. Um, But she actually recommended just as we were getting closer to birthing day um, that I actually start seeing a Cairo who specializes in pregnancy and moms and the Webster model specifically. I'd never heard of the Webster model before. So she had sent me a couple of resources and then a lot of the resources were in Minneapolis. And I just knew that I wanted Sayla to keep on seeing a chiropractor after, and we just needed something closer to home. So that's how I found Cairo for moms. And it was hard for me because I loved the chiropractor I was going to before and they just weren't trained in the Webster model. And so it was really hard for me from like a people pleasing standpoint to switch. But honestly, Dr. Kayla, it was the best thing that I did was to switch to what the Webster model, but specifically Cairo for moms because of what happened during birth. (laughs) Right. Right. And, you know, and I will say like, if, which I'm assuming the chiropractor that you were seeing before 
would understand and want that for you as well. Yes. You know, it's not in our nature here at Cow for Moms to take people from their chiropractors. We're just doing what we're good at and that's helping women and babies. <laughs> yes. So, you know, that I love that. And I love that we were able to help you too. So, okay. Oh so let's fast forward a little bit because we could talk for hours because I love talking about birth. I love talking about mamas. I love talking about babies. Um, but so let's fast forward to, um, the birth, like what was kind of going, cause this is first baby, right? First babe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what was kind of going through your mind? So, you know, I, from what I understand you were in active labor for a little while, and then you got, you reached a point where it was time to start pushing and it just wasn't physically the time to start pushing. Yeah. So yeah. what was going through your mind? Um, like, yeah, just tell me a little bit like what was going through your mind at that point. Okay. So Sayla was born on Monday and water broke on Saturday. And so we were thinking like, oh, this baby's coming. Like she's going to be here she's going to be an Easter baby kind of thing. And so then Sunday, my contractions probably started at 3am. So this was like six hours after my water had broke and they were really inconsistent. Um, like 12 minutes apart, two minutes apart. And so finally nine o'clock Sunday night, which would have been 24 hours after my water broke. Um, here she is. She's squeaking away. Good. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, 24 hours after my water broke, they finally were consistent enough for us to head into the birth center. So Jess mm -hmm. met us there. I hopped into the tub. I was really set on a water birth and everything is progressing just as it should. Midwife, doula, husband, me, we think she's, she's here kind of thing. And <laughs> Keep doing your thing, Mama. You're totally good. Um, so then probably, let's see, we had been there for about 12 hours and I'm starting to get super, super discouraged, like so discouraged. We had tried you're exhausted, exhausted, yeah. dehydrated, so dehydrated. I couldn't keep water in my body. I was getting really sick and yeah, just so discouraged discouraged. We had tried all of these positions and nothing was really getting this baby here. So then there was a midwife switch and, um, we do a couple of, we do a cervical check and things. I'm super dilated. Like she should be here. Um, do more positions. I start walking the stairs, which was excruciating, but I'm like, okay, maybe this is going to bring her and just nothing. This whole time, her heart rate is super good. So that makes, that's like giving me yeah. hope. I'm doing really well, like physically, mm -hmm. although mentally, emotionally, things well, are right. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Your adrenaline just kind of takes over. And you're like, no, we're still doing the dang thing. Like, here we are, we're going. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And there were, those, there were so, huge spurts of that, of just like, I'm going to do this. Yes. But then huge spurts of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, how do I actually get this child out? I have to get this child out, but how do I do this? Right. And I think it was even more discouraging, like 
being coached on, okay, like this is how you push. And I couldn't figure it out. Like it totally was not registering for my body how to do it. And so finally, I think Jess could feel how discouraged I was getting. And she was like, she knew how much I loved Cairo for moms and how much it helped with my pain during pregnancy. Um, here's my husband. I think he's coming down to take babe. Perfect. Good. Good. We're just, take we're her. just, um, <laughs> loathing over your birth story here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, then I think she could feel like the stress, yeah. um, the hesitation, just the discouragement I was experiencing. And so she was like, Abby, why don't we try calling your chiropractor and just see if they'll come out? And I was like, okay, sure. That gives me less hope because it's like the afternoon on a Monday and there I was at a in Minneapolis, like no chance, but she ended up calling and I like, it gives me chills for the longest time. It made me cry. Just like how, oh, generous and crazy and like serendipitous that all of this worked out because not only did Dr. Jesse say that she was going to come out, but she even, she brought Meredith with too. Yeah. Like there was more people who came out, which in my mind just felt so supportive and like, oh, my people are here. Like, yes, like this is going to be okay kind of thing. And so the second I saw them walk in, it was like, that discouragement went away. It totally, totally went away. I'm like tearing up over here. Like that's, I love that because I know, and I've cried on podcasts before. It's fine. I'm an emotional person. I'm good, <laughs> but like, it's all good. But, um, like I was telling, and I think having interviewed with Jess, like one of the things that she said was, I, I said, give me two pieces of advice on why somebody should hire a doula. And she said, trust and empowerment. And like trusting your team. And like, I just love so much that during one of the hardest moments of your life, because she's so close, like, you know, nine months you carried her and then she's so close and like, something's just not clicking yet. Like she's not ready. Your body's not ready. Like you just felt that sense of peace and calm. Like, okay, this is freaking hard, but like, we're going to do it and we're going to get through it together. Like that gives me chills and just, it's exactly what we're about here. And I yeah. love that you felt that. I love that you felt secure. It also felt like after so long of just being in labor, it felt like this is all me. Like I'm the only one who can get this baby out and I can't do it. And there was this like feeling of like, I'm failing at this. This is like my first experience as a mom and I can't get this baby out. What am I going to do? And even like thinking about that makes me cry. And so having Jess there for both Aaron and I was like, so, so, so helpful because she could take some of that burden of like, Abby, this is like, let's try this next. And, and your husband just wanted so much to do anything he could. And like, I know in that moment, they feel like, what am I here for? Like, yeah. you know, so I love, you know, too, like just that he kind of felt that calmness, like she's going to get like, we're, we're, there's the end goal. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. And like, 
so just like just being there to kind of like share that weight with us, but really in that moment when it was just so long, it felt like share in that moment with me, like just help me with this. And then when she said, let's call your chiropractor and seeing Dr. Jesse and Meredith walk in was like, like they can do this for a little bit kind of thing. Like I can take a break and they can figure out and move my body how it needs to move. And like, I can give this to them for a little bit. So it was, I don't know if that makes a ton of sense, but it just all the see them walk in the door. I love that. Okay. So then she adjusts me. And by the way, it was like the most intense adjustment, every type of like anything she did, I had to run to the bathroom because the contractions were so, so, so intense. And yeah, so she do an adjustment, run to the bathroom, come back. She do another adjustment. And I think they may have been there for like 45 minutes, maybe even longer. It felt really significant. She did like one of the massages that you guys do. It's like my favorite, whenever I can schedule one of those longer adjustments I do. Um, And that was also so intense. Just all of it got things moving. I could tell that things were moving. And so even after they left, I just felt like, ah, okay, now I really can do this. It still felt like they were there kind of thing. Like, it's not just me. So they do this adjustment. I think they left at maybe like, I have no idea, 1.32, sometime in the afternoon. And two hours later, Sayla's coming out. And at so I had no idea. Like, I didn't know why it was taking so long for this baby to come out. I had no idea. And then when she came out, we birthed in the water and we found out that she was posterior. So she was birthed face up, which I was, I had no idea what was going on. Like it never registered to me that she was face up. Erin saw her face and was panicking. (laughs) And, um, but it turns out that that's why it was taking so long. So Dr. Jesse just must've moved something that allowed her to slide into the position she needed to, to just like come roaring out. And she did, she blew out. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's so great. Okay. So we could, like I said, we could talk for hours because I love talking about birth. Um, but give our listeners a piece of advice when you're in that moment of, I can't do this. I like, how is this going to work? Like, how did you, obviously with your support team and your team, but how did you pull through that? Like that mindset, like what go through that a little bit with a piece of advice, like that you can do it. Like you're going to do it. You have to do it. (laughs) You have to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I think, well, so we did hypno babies for, um, like our birth class to help us because at the birth center, everything is, um, unmedicated. So that was just to kind of help with the intensity of contractions and pushing and stuff like that. And one of the big things, the big like affirmation or model with hypno babies is that your body is meant to do this. Like my body knows how to yes. give birth to specifically Sayla. Like 
I know how to do this. I knew how to feed her. I knew how to nourish her and grow her for the whole nine months. I also know how to birth her. And so like reflecting on it now, I think what was so challenging about being told to push was just like my body actually wasn't ready to push. Mm -hmm. And so being able to trust my body is going to know what to do. And I kept on reminding myself of that. If I don't get how to do this, like if I don't get how to push, it's because it's not time yet. Yes. And so um, just that was like the affirmation that kept on going through my head. I know how to birth Sayla. Like I know how to do this with her and I can listen to her and she is going to come when she's ready. But also this is so hard for me from me. And I also think a lot of women, it's hard to just ask for help. And there's this part of me that's like, well, if I'm going to ask for help, I can't think of any other solution. Like we have tried everything, but I don't actually have to find the solution. I just have to ask for help. And so it's like looking at my midwife and looking at Aaron and looking at Jess and be like, I need help right now. I feel like I'm alone in this. This is too intense for me. I just need a little bit of help right now. And so then they get to ask the questions or they get to come up with ideas, but that's what they do. That's not what I do. I've never given birth before and they've been at so many. Yes. So um, I think it's like just having that affirmation of you can do this. Your body knows how to do it. Right. And then just looking at somebody and saying, I need help with this. Yes. And I want to say, because I know, um, I'm not, I have said in the past, um, when people ask me about my birth, like, well, my body was just meant to do this. I was just meant to birth babies. Um, I had fairly easy births. Um, and I've never, I want to go back and have a disclaimer because I've never meant like, well, your body's not meant to do this. Um, but I love that you said that because regardless of how your birth goes, what your birth story is, your body is amazing. Your body is meant to do this, whatever that looks like, whether that's medicated, unmedicated, C-section, vaginal, whatever it is, your body's still doing it. Yes. Um, yeah. and so I, that's amazing that, you know, your story is your story. Your story yeah. is not my story. Um, and so whatever that looks like, I, I love that, that you kept telling yourself that, that yeah. I can do this. My body can do this, whatever that looked like, whether it, you know, like I said, what, whatever that looks like, it's amazing. Yeah. And it, it's a big communication, I think between mom and baby too, at least that's what it felt like for me and Sayla is not only was my body meant to do this, but like, this is how she's meant to be born too. Yeah. So yeah. to your point, like the baby, this probably sounds so woo woo, but the baby also gets to tell you like, yeah. or at least could tell me, this is how I'm going to be born. Right. And so this is, and then if that's how she's going to be born, that's also what's most comfortable and gives me the most peace too. Like I can trust what feels the most peaceful in right. this like crazy 38 hour experience. Right. Um, is what she needs. And I just get to give her that as mom. That's so good too. Cause we always talk about mom's body, but you're right. Like there's another human involved, <laughs> you know, there's another person involved in that and they have their, um, agendas as well. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't change in toddlerhood either. Just to let you know. 
Yes. <laughs> She's very opinionated. I'm so excited for her to <laughs> so fun. grow and see more of her personality come out because she's a spunky little peanut. I love it. Well, I'm so glad that you could join us today. Thank you to all of our listeners. Um, and, you know, just come back for more because we love it. We love it. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Motherhood Weekly. We have new episodes out every Friday at 9 a.m., so tune in.